They're coming to get you, Barbara. I'm here with Diana Prince, otherwise known as Darcy the Mill Girl on Joe Bob's Flash Drive-In. How are you this evening, Diana? I am awesome. How are you? I am doing great. I want to thank you so much for coming on my show. Absolutely my pleasure. Thanks for having me. And I would be remiss. I was told by uh, Lily from the people at Mutant Fam that you've been talking to. She wants me to tell you that she loves you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so I've been racking my brain all week pretty much to try to figure out what I wanted to ask you, what I wanted to talk to you about, because usually I go into interviews and I don't write questions down. I just like, <laughs> I just grip it and rip it and go by the seat of my pants. <laughs> I think like the, the very first one that I came up with and I guess would be the most important was I remember watching one of the last drive-in episodes and you talked about how like a lot of us, you know, we kind of had some like crappy home lives and we found an escape with, you know, Joe Bob and monster vision every Saturday night. And so I wanted to ask you like, what has it been like going from, you know, being younger, using that as an escape every Saturday night to like actually working with him. And like insanely surreal. (laughs) He just, he, um, I don't know. It's just like more amazing than I would have ever thought. Like I don't want to gush. He's just so inspiring in so many ways. So it's just an extension of how, like, watching him used to inspire me and make me like, like I had a friend, and now he is totally my friend, and he's like my biggest cheerleader and source of support. And I don't know, it's like, dude, you're just a monster as a guy. <laughs> yeah, like I've been like ever since like I heard you talking about that. Like I've I've tried to wrap my head around like what that would be like. And I don't know, like, I just can't, I, c- I couldn't even imagine it. So I would have to imagine that when you first started, like, like you said, like surreal, like, how did you even get through that first day? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you saw the first day I barely did the, the marathon. <laughs> I would just go out there and I like literally couldn't talk. You would just be like staring at me, like, say something. I'm like, but you're freaking Joe Balls. <laughs> Like and and he had written all these lines where I was supposed to be mean to him and like make fun of him for being stupid and blah. I'm like, I can't. You're Joe Ball. <laughs> so it was just like uh, I don't know. It took me a long time to get over that. You're my right. Hero. Like I would have like I would have to imagine it like that that line of you know being used to being on you know the other side of the camera you know and just enjoying watching him so much and then now you're making this thing with him. And like you said, he's like, oh, you know, you have to be mean to me or you have to say these things. And it's like, but but what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, can I just act like you're like a hero and icon and legend and everything? He's like, no, that's not what the male is do. I'm like, well, it's just on the other way because it's, it's clearly so fake. We all know, like, maybe back in the day, like, it was a little bit different. But now, they're different. <laughs> you can't just talk anymore. We're just like... Oh, you silly man that knows nothing. I saw him. He did like, say that. <laughs> he hates when I say that. 
Right. Like it, it, it's gotta be so hard to like, like I said, like watching it and then like all of a sudden, like, you know, you're working on the show and you know, like he's treating you like a peer, you know, or a colleague and you're like, but I'm not used to this. <laughs> I would be like watching like him do his like rants and stuff and I'd be like, that I was supposed to go on. Just like, like so enthralled and then people were pushing me. Oh, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> like, cause I'm just happy to see him there watching. Right. And and like I was going to say, is like you could definitely tell like during that first overnight marathon in the summer when you were getting your feet wet that, you know, you were nervous, like you said. But I would say like, you know, with each successive like, you know, marathon thing you've done in the first season of The Last Drive and now like you're you definitely come across as being more comfortable. Thank you. I, I definitely am much more comfortable. Um, I wouldn't say completely comfortable, but much better. And I definitely am getting to know him better um, and less intimidated by him. I see his flaws. <laughs> <laughs> He's not just a god to me anymore. <laughs> He's come down a little bit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was going, that was, that was the only other really good question I could think of as well was, I know that like, usually like when Joe Bob talks, you know, like he doesn't really get personal because like, you know, like Job, Joe Bob Briggs, you know, is essentially like a character, you know? Yeah, so. I- I mean, it's a lot of him, though. Yeah. So I was just wondering, like, what it's like, you know, when he has this this persona that he uses, and you know, and how he is on camera compared to, like, how he is off camera. Like, it seems to me that, like, he would probably be about the same. <laughs> but Pretty close, yeah. <laughs> I honestly can really tell you too much different. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very much, I guess, um, Joe Bob off camera isn't just about movies. College, like, rants I get are about literally everything. <laughs> not never stop. So, Joe Bob on camera, still film all the time, off camera, it's like, oh, you know, the honeysuckle, blah, blah, blah. Three hours of college classes. So, he is kind of the same way he is on camera, it's just you're getting it on a more broad range of subjects than exactly. just movies. <laughs> It never stops. He knows about everything. We'll talk about it forever. <laughs> I was going to say, I know that you just made that big trip to go get the, um, you know, the old Monster Vision segments he did and the stuff he did before that. And, like, you guys, like, practically, like, drove, like, across, like, the United States together pretty much, right? It took a long time. It was six days of constant go <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, so what was it like just being... In a car with Joe Bob for that long. <laughs> Insane. He definitely um, kind of, like, I interviewed him a lot. I was like, tell me about just, I don't know, for high school days or whatever. Like, I'd ask him one question. And so eight hours later, I would have had, like, the freshman year alone, and then you'd have more. <laughs> and then, like, um, when he needed a break from talking to very few moments, there's a lot of murder porn, as he calls it, um, podcasts. <laughs> so it was him teaching me about his life and murder porn. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I would I would not see I'm trying to imagine Joe Bob listening to murder porn podcasts. <laughs> oh my god, he lives for it. That's all he ever wants to watch on TV. It's like, ah, oh, time for murder porn and it's like twenty four hours of fucking what's that I don't even know, but you know those channels. He wrote an article about it recently and he loves that stuff. Forensic files, that's it. Oh, from the ID channel. Yes, he lives the ID 
channel. <laughs> yeah, my my sister watches Forensic Files. Like she watches all that stuff. And he loves it. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you too because um, I remembered when you when you first like kind of. I don't know when the when this new iteration of Joe Bob coming back was like first getting off the ground and you were getting ready to start being the male girl. Like, I don't know if you remember, but like we used to talk on Twitter pretty much right when that was taking off. We were mostly talking about Weezer (laughs) 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 and and, uh, how much we love them and how many times you've seen them (laughs) and, you know, the you know, the different, you know, what was the best songs and things like that. So like, you know, I kind of like feel like I, you know, I, I got this window kind of into you and what you liked right when this was starting. And then like, I just kind of like sat back and like watched you take off. <laughs> and so like, what, what has that been like? Um, just the change from before the show yeah, like just and with you, like you know how you've been doing it for like I think like what like a little over a year now. Like this summer would be like two years, I think. Yeah, we started in um, July two thousand eight, so two years. Um, yeah, 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 so very different. <laughs> <laughs> I think now it's like my job to be on social media constantly. <laughs> so I'm like that has pulled my life. Yeah, because I, I seem to have noticed, like I said, we used to talk about that, and you were talking about all the different places you were going to go see Weezer, and, and yeah. how many times you could see them that the year. Block. Yeah, and now I see your feed, and it's like, I'm at this convention, and I'm at this convention, yes, and I'm at yes. Hollywood, and <laughs> like, ah, we're going to be here then. You're like, we have to do a con. <laughs> I have to start mapping out my, my Weezer work. <laughs> and so since since I have since I have you and like I have to ask you like I'm not gonna I know we have like the big running joke on there about like how you want Joe Bob to show Halloween three uh-huh. and I know that's not really up to him because you know it's like what can Shutter get like licenses well, and stuff it, like that. It started there because it was up to him. We had it sitting there for so long, and I was like, we have to show this. And oh wow! And then so that's why it all started. Like show it, you freaking coward! Like why won't you? <laughs> And so when I finally got into agree, of course the rights are gone. So now I have to get the rights back. Now I need agree. But yeah, it was just gone for a long time. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I was going to ask. I was going to say, does does he really dislike it as much as he says he does? He gave it half a star and has not watched it since then. So he needs to watch it with a different frame of mind and with me giving him input. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, did he just watch it and give it its one or half a star when it first came out? Because exactly. so, that's not fair. So once in, what, 1983 or whenever it came out and reviewed it then, half a star, and has not rewatched it then. Okay, so see, he was part of the people, like, in that generation that went in expecting Michael Myers, and then Michael exactly. Myers wasn't there. Exactly. So it's like, put that aside. You're, maybe you won't love it. Fine, I can take that. But you're not going to hate it as much as you think. Like, it's still fun. Right, because, like, when, like when I was growing up, like, I was born in 1982, and, you know, I grew up on horror. Like, Nightmare on Elm Street. I saw Nightmare on Elm Street way too young. I saw it at age four. <laughs> oh, my God, nice. <laughs> yeah, because, like, my mom, like, loves horror movies, you know? So, like, I got into all that Halloween and stuff like that, and she kept telling me, like, about Halloween 3. And, you know, she's like, you're not going to like it. it. It doesn't have Michael Myers in it. You know, she just kept saying that and saying that. And then, like, finally, I sat down and watched it, and I was like, no, this is great. 
Oh yay! <laughs> like it's it, just different. That's all. Right. Like I mean, like I don't know if I it was because like I didn't have the Michael Myers baggage, but I mean, like Cochrane was an evil dude. Like you know, like his master plan was going to kill a bunch of kids. Like that's a I great horror. They did. They killed him. So many kids at the end. It's like that's insane. <laughs> like they they didn't fully like. There was still one channel showing it, so a bunch of kids died, man. <laughs> I was gonna say, and on top of that, like you can't you can't not hear the Happy Halloween Silver Shamrock song and it not get stuck in your head. <laughs> I mean, that could be why some people don't like it. <laughs> I love. It. Maybe because when my mom says she doesn't like Halloween three, I do sing the song. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know and that's the best way to torture people who don't like it. That, yeah, that could be it. So yeah, like you said, he needs to revisit that without the without the Michael Myers baggage. Exactly, and he will. It's my freaking goal. <laughs> and, and you have Tom Atkins. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't understand. He's ready to go, man. <laughs> so outside of Halloween three, I understand too. You know, we're doing the um the mutant fam. You know, live Friday the thirteenth thing this Friday the thirteenth. And we're showing, you know, Friday the 13th, part four. Yeah. Now, <laughs> if I remember correctly, like, that is that your favorite Friday the 13th movie? Yeah, for sure. I love that one. It was actually the first horror movie I ever saw, so it's, it's, it's very special to me. Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask. I was going to ask, like, why why four? Why is four so special for you? <laughs> like I said, it's, it's the very first horror movie that I got through all the way. And okay. And I just loved it. It's like, Booze and excitement, and I just I ate everything up since then. I was like, "Give me all the Jason movies," and I just went from there. <laughs> and you had Crispin Glover's dancing. <laughs> I honestly, I mean, back then, of course, I didn't know who he was. I was like, "This guy is cool," and I, <laughs> I started watching because, like, I was in love with Corey Feldman. Okay. So, like, oh, I had Corey Feldman, and I had this other cool guy, Ed Buck. <laughs> like, what's not to love about this movie? I've been missing out. Yeah, like I said, it's fantastic. I mean, I do have to say it's my it's my second favorite Jason. For for me, my favorite Friday the Thirteenth is Part Six. I was gonna say that's usually the one people say either four or six. I think. Yeah, and I mean, like, it, I mean, it is part of that you know that weird thing where like you know you had Friday the Thirteenth one, two, and three that were kind of self contained, and then all of a sudden you got this Tommy Jarvis trilogy right in the middle, which I love. I, I wish they'd do another one with him. Yeah, and and I think with six, with like Tommy being grown up and it being uh, Thaw Matthews, which I like, I also love from Return of the Living Dead, and and stuff like that. I think that's another reason why I like it so much. Six is super fun. It's my second favorite, but four is just I like that it's a little bit more serious too. Six has a little bit too much comedy for me to like put it number one. I want I want to be super serious. <laughs> right like yeah like not so much humor you, you like your your jason lean and mean exactly <laughs> that makes sense well then i i would be remiss in not asking you while i have you uh since we do know about halloween thir- halloween 13 since we do know about halloween 3 and friday the 13th like kind of like being you know the top two we hear you talking about all the time I would say like what what other horror movies like round out Diana's like top five or ten? Like, you know, what is up there with those two? Like that I like or that I want to show? That well, we'll go with what you love. Okay. Hi, <laughs> right, well, Scream's my number one favorite. Which was it? Scream. Scream, okay. I just watched that yesterday with my eleven year old. <laughs> that's like my favorite movie of all time, any genre. So um 
Hello, Mary Lou. Kelly, number three, after Friday 13, part four. Um, green two, number four. And then five kind of flips in and out depending on my mood. Um, yesterday's set was Pumpkinhead. I think today it might be Sleepaway Camp 2. That's right. I completely understand that. I have movies like that as well. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's hard to, like, the first, the top four aren't going to change because I just love them, like, so much. The other one's like, oh, Maybe this one's a little better. No, no, no. Maybe this one's a little better, and it's just different all the time. <laughs> yeah, it, it depends on the day you ask. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, because, like, for me, like, number one's Nightmare on Elm Street because it was the first one I ever saw, and like I said, I was four, and like Freddy Krueger just scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, I saw part of it when I was like, I don't know, eight or something, and I literally could not sleep. I had the lights on for like months and months and months. I was terrified from just the, the opening with Tina, her death, like I was scarred for life. Yes, like <laughs> when I sat through the whole Jason Felton Tower time to I survived Jason. Yeah, like that was me too. Like I had to sleep with the lights on. Like I would like sleep with like the, the blanket completely over my head. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up in the middle of the night in the middle of the summer and like my hair is just blasted to my head. I remember seeing shadows and like that is definitely Friday. Like there's nothing else it could be. <laughs> oh yeah, like like definitely. <laughs> like who else could it be? Exactly. But and like my thing, like you said, like that opening scene with Tina, my God. And you know, getting drug getting drug up the wall, getting drunk across the ceiling, like when it comes through her with the, the claws, oh Lord. <laughs> yeah, and then what really sucked was I was the oldest in my house, like, out of me and my sister, so, like, I was the one who always had to take out the garbage. Oh, no. And our garbage went out behind the alley, <laughs> and I would I would always make sure to get the garbage out before the sun went down, because you know that scene where he comes down the alley and his arms are spread out really far? Oh, yes, I know. Oh, I'm so scary. Yeah, like, I was, like, I was convinced, like, like I would go out and drop the garbage back, because <laughs> No, I feel that so hard. I did that honestly in screen two days, in which I was fully grown. <laughs> and uh, like, I had to come home and take on the trash that night. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I like made my sisters. We all like cuddled together and like dropped the trash and ran. That, to be honest, like that's still me with Nightmare Three. Like at the beginning, you know, when she thinks she's woke up, but she hasn't, and she goes in the bathroom and like you know the the same candles turn into the hands. And grab her, and then he shows up in the mirror. Just ruined mirrors for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, my poor wife, she's like, I just bought her a new uh, vanity that has a big mirror on it. And I'm like, do we have to put this in the bedroom? I refuse to look in the mirrors at night. Like, it's just something bad's gonna happen. Yeah, she's like, she just looks at me, she's like, I'm a girl, I need a mirror. <laughs> I'm I like, Sorry, go ahead. And I'm like, but you have a perfectly good one in the bathroom. <laughs> so you can look at during the day and only. Right, exactly. Like, it's, you, you, you don't need it in the bedroom. Mirrors are bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I, uh, I apologize if you hear some background noise. I have, I have three kids in this house running around. <laughs> well, I don't hear anything, so that's Oh, I, I can I can hear the one in the hallway, so I wasn't sure if my mic was picking him up or not. Are they horror fans yet? Well, I have the 11-year-old. Uh, he's my oldest. 
he is. He has actually watched some of The Last Drive-In with me, so he knows who you are. <laughs> um, I told him that I was interviewing you tonight, and he was just blown away. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. <laughs> and um, so, like, yeah, he's watched, He's he, yeah, he's, he's a veteran. He's watched a couple uh, Joe Bob's things with me. Um, he has seen all the Friday the 13th. He's seen a couple Nightmare on Elm Streets. Like, he's he's good. Veteran. Um, yeah, he's a vet. Um, my my middle child is only four. <laughs> I mean, still. So. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's not there yet, although I, I do have a great story, but I think it kind of makes me sound like a horrible parent. Um, during October, I do this thing called the October Horror Movie Challenge, where I try to watch as many scary movies in October as I can. Okay. And I couple years ago like i keep hearing all this stuff about art the clown art the clown art the clown and i'm like i'm like what is what is this because i had not heard of him or terrifier um and so i put you know i saw terrifier was on netflix and i'm like okay i'm gonna watch this so you know i put it on and i'm watching it and it's the part where he has you know dawn upside down and he's sawing her in half Uh. (laughs) and he was three at the time and he comes in from the dining room, and he's passing through, and he just stops. And he looks up at the TV, and he watches this clown, like, saw this girl in half. And then he just looks at me, and he's like, hey, Dad, what's up with that? <laughs> and I'm like, he's a bad clown. <laughs> and, and then he tried to, like, jump up on the couch and watch it with me, and I'm like, your mother will kill me. <laughs> awesome. You know, and then the youngest one is one, so he doesn't really know much of anything going on yet like in a couple of months (laughs) yeah he watches a lot of horror with me but he's not aware of it (laughs) you know because i'll put something on and i'll lay there and you know put him down for a nap and i'll usually like have like a scary movie on and he watches it and goes to sleep and he's good (laughs) i remember my dad used to watch it like you can't come in the living room right now and i sneak in sometimes i remember i was always traumatized the one i remember the most i ran screaming out i now know Friday 13th part two, where her head's in the refrigerator, and I saw that, and I'm like, ah! and like, screamed and ran, and my mom's like, this is why you can't watch these movies in the house to my dad, but now I'm like, oh man, I could have been watching that all that time. Right, like, I could have got started so much earlier. doesn't <laughs> work. But... I used to do the same thing, like, I got scarred by Freddy, and then, like, my mom would just bring home tons of horror movies, like I said, because she was really into them. And after the whole Nightmare on Elm Street debacle, she really, like, kind of clamped down and, and wouldn't let me watch certain things. <laughs> so, like you, like, I used to sneak down, and I remember the one that bit me was, uh, she rented Hellraiser when it first came out. And I decided, oh, I'm gonna lay on the couch, and, like, I'll pretend like I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah. so I could watch it and then like the chains came out of the box and the skin it's came scary. off Jesus and like and I freaked out <laughs> so bad <laughs> so then she made me go upstairs and it was it was not a success <laughs> oh, I mean it's hard to stay still during that one <laughs> so then if that's your top five you like that are is your is, is the top five you want to show different yeah, I mean, there's just ones that people request a lot or that I think need more love. Like, off the top of my head, I know popcorn is one I'm campaigning for a lot. Like, I can't believe there are people that haven't seen it. I want everyone to see it. <laughs> so it'd be in my top ten that I love, probably. But, like, just please let me show this one. Or, you know, Halloween 3, please let me show that one. Even though it's not top five 
films in general, but like, you know, top 10 or so maybe. Right. Nice of Six Evil. Like I'm begging to show that one. Just stuff like that. Oh, I would love it if you showed Nine Seven Six Evil. <laughs> I have to fight so hard for like we have such a different taste. And then on top of that, what Shutter can get the rights to. So it's just like right. it class, class, class. Every time they bring me a new like let's do this, I'm like, well, this is not Nine Seven Six Evil, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Especially because, like, you know, people so much only know Stephen Jeffries from Fright Night. And it's like, oh, no, he has this whole other movie that's just as awesome. I know. And people haven't seen it, and they need to. So, okay, so we have Halloween 3, Popcorn, 976, Evil. Oh, 2-5 of them. <laughs> what was um, that? I was, I was like, you literally made 2-5 of them. You know, um, one that's kind of weird that I keep campaigning for is Pinocchio's Revenge. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And I think um, Santa's sleigh. Oh, man. After we've done two Christmas specials, I haven't shown that yet. Bugs the crap out of me. But I got Jack Frost because they didn't get Santa's sleigh. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> so you got kind of got like a consolation prize. Yeah, exactly. They had another one ready to go. that I won't say what it was because a lot of people would be sad that I booted it out. And I'm like, you have to give me something. You took away Halloween 3 at Halloween. <laughs> Didn't give me Santa's play. Let me have one freaking movie, please. I'm happy about that. I'm glad we got to show that. <laughs> Just keep working on him. You'll you'll get him. <laughs> I'm trying. It, it doesn't help that our uh, director, who also has a lot of input, is way into like the more artsy side of films and stuff. He's like a film student guy, and I'm like, <laughs> we have very different styles too. <laughs> it's like listen. I got my, I'm on the social media. I got my finger on the pulse. Dude, that's why I started these, like, lists that people, so it wouldn't be just me seeing it and telling them, like, I'm telling you, like, a lot of people are requesting this one. Like, now they can go to the list. I'm like, look, number five on the list. That's actually how I got Jack Frost. Like, it was, I put that and the other movie that they wanted to show on the list, and it was so much higher. I'm like, see, <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> so they're like, <laughs> so then I'll I'll ask you then um, I don't know if your answer will be Halloween 3 or not but I'm gonna say like a fun thing would be what do you think is what do you think is a, is a sequel the sequel in a franchise that really should get more love than it should it could be any franchise Ooh, um, Halloween 3 is definitely a good answer Prom <laughs> <laughs> um, Night 2 I would have said before but I feel like it's starting to build a little, but I love, that was when main one that I wanted to show because I got none of it, but now so many people are coming to see that they they love it too, and that's fucking um, wrong turn, I freaking love that, it doesn't get a lot of love, there's a lot of people that like it, but not as mainstream as you would think, you know, there's like six of them like, oh, right, I don't right, know yeah, cause, <laughs> right, because like I think I saw like the first two wrong turns a lot of people are like that, but like all of them, except maybe five are so great. <laughs> yeah, like I saw the first two, and then like a couple years ago, like I was looking through something, and like there was one, and it was like, wait, there's wrong turn in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where have I been? How 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 many of these did I miss? Oh man, I would love to do a wrong turn marathon. <laughs> because for me, like the hill that I die on, and I constantly have to fight people about, is that I absolutely like unironically adore a Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. What? No, that's great. <laughs> and like because like I do like the like I do like my little poll things on Twitter 
you know, about like, you know, which sequel's the best or, you know, like slasher stuff. And it's like, I always get these, just these weird looks <laughs> when I talk about Nightmare 2. No way. I thought like, I thought it was widely accepted. And yeah, add that to it. Or sitting on Nightmare 2. <laughs> That's so good. I, I think. Very different, but I love it. Exactly. Like, I think, like, Nightmare 2 is kind of like Halloween 3 in that way. Like, people really didn't like it when it first came out because it was so different. But now, like, a lot more people are, like, starting to gravitate towards it and, like, understand what it was they were trying to do. So it's getting a lot more love now. Well, that's good. I'm glad people are starting to love it. But, like, yeah, like, I I die on that hill constantly. (laughs) Keep on doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I won't. I won't stop anytime soon. (laughs) Read the good word. That's another one that I really wanted to show because I know he has a lot to say about that one. So hopefully one day we'll get the right. Shutter had the rights for like a month when we weren't on the air. I know I saw that. Like yeah, it was, was like, like yeah, like they had all of them, and like I I have them on Blu-ray and everything. But even though they were on, even know that like I was watching them all on Shutter because they had them. And I remember thinking that I was like, "Oh, I wish the last drive was on. I would love to hear some of the stuff Joe Ball would have to say about." It's so hard. I was like, "We not do like a special like right now. Like, let's just do it." And I'm like, Man, we only have the rights for a month. Blah blah blah. My God. <laughs> yes, yeah, so like let's just record them now. <laughs> <laughs> I I think they're they. I mean, they're supposed to. They were waiting for the update or whatever, but um, pretty soon and all the hosts. Yeah, you know, different countries that don't have the rights, you know, like the UK, also when the rights go away, watch it with it. Yeah, I've noticed that sometimes when the stuff gets posted, like, online, they're like, okay, you know, we have them here for America, but not for Canada. I know. Canada gets, like, a lot fewer, but UK gets, like, almost nothing. (laughs) Oh, man. See, I I wonder why that is. I mean, I have to admit, like, I I really don't understand licensing. (laughs) Me either. All I know is they say, tell people it's not going to be shown there. Sexism on the Halloween Hoot Nanny. Like, my little nephews are over in London. And I was like, you guys, like, you're going to watch the Halloween special, blah, blah, blah. And I got them all like, ready to go. Like, I wore that little cute pumpkin in their honor, and they're like, hmm. God, and they were like, uh, nope, they're not going to see it over there. I know. Like, never mind. Uh, I hear it now. <laughs> so I wanted to ask. I know, I know you. You're. I know you're waiting for them to announce, and you can't really talk about the the next season and like when it's going to start. So don't worry, I'm not going to ask you that. <laughs> but I would say like let's like going back like to the first season of the last drive-in, and you you guys did like what like I think like ten episodes. Um, I think. So. I think like how long? How long does it? You know, I would say like how long does it take you guys to like you know, like, film an episode and, you know, like, get it edited. Like, what's that turnaround like? I'm not supposed to reveal any of the secrets of the last episode. Ah, okay. <laughs> but, um... I try to think of something really broad, but apparently I wasn't broad enough. <laughs> it's, it's honestly, it's different all the time. Um, yeah, I, I just I love it. if I say more, so... No worries. <laughs> we have, like, zero pressure. <laughs> go 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 done <laughs> no, go, 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 go. no nothing just do it get it out there don't think about it I'm like, okay <laughs> let's do that then 
So then I remember you mentioning the director was like really like into like the art type horror films. Yeah. And like, so is it basically, um, you know, like when it comes to trying to pick something, you know, is it mainly the three of you? Is it like him and Joe Bob or? Um, it started out as him and Joe Bob and then Darcy would bitch like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially after the, the first season, like when they're picked, I'm like, what the? Like, we have this, and you're picking this? Like, what is going on? And I, like, tried not to question them at first, but then when I get the social media back, I'm like, y'all. <laughs> like, let's make some changes. Uh, so then on, like, Joe Bob would listen to me a little bit more, so now it's become, like, three of us fighting amongst ourselves, and then instead of approving it after we have compromised to what we think is okay. <laughs> I was going to say, see, like, you could have just been, like, you could have played, like, a behind-the-scenes type role. Like, you know, you could have been, like, like, like the Aga and just kind of whispered in Joe Bob's ear. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely fight for what I think is the people, whether <laughs> they like it or not. I'm like, I, I try not to do just what I like, but, like, what I hear other people saying, too. So I'm like, it's not just me, so I feel better fighting for that, you know? Like, I have so many requests for this one, you can't ignore it. <laughs> Right, like, because then it's like, it's not so much that you're like, well, I want to show this. You're exactly. you're, fighting for, you're fighting for the people. <laughs> exactly. And the people stamp. And the people <laughs> agree, but, like, some of them don't. So, like, Austin, you've got the, the other people covered. Let me cover the people that are like you, like the easy ones. Fellow Jack Frost lovers out there. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Frost was really interesting. I hadn't seen that in so long, and I had pretty much forgot about it before you guys showed it. But that baffles me that, like, one, that people hadn't seen it or heard of it, or two, that you had seen it and forgotten it. Because once I saw it, I was, like, in love with this movie. It's a staple every year for me. So it's like, wow, I can't believe that. And then the, the writer-director, Michael, I can't remember his name, but he, I didn't know he was on social media, and he kind of saw that and just went around replying to every single person, like, thank you for watching it, thanks for supporting the movie, and that's like, it's like his baby and he brought to life and I think he probably got some negative stuff before and to see the love that he saw it just made me so happy so it's like it was all worth it <laughs> right because like it is it's so and I bet you like you see that now with working on the show it's like it's so hard to create something yeah and then yeah, like you know, <laughs> yeah and then like when you do create something you know and you and you put it out there you know like you're opening yourself up to like you know a lot of you know you know, criticism or, you know, like, negativity if people don't like it, you know, and it's like, when people don't like something that you've put, like, that much work into, like, I would imagine that that would feel pretty horrible. So then to, like, have somebody come along and, like, you know, show it, and then it just gets this big ground wave of support, like you said, and then he sees that, like, that's gotta feel great. Like, what, like, two decades later or something, and he can know that there's a whole bunch of us that love and appreciate it. <laughs> so, and I... <laughs> Alright, I will ask you this though, and I don't know if you'll be able to answer this or not, but I was actually trying to rope my wife into watching The Last Drive-In because she didn't grow up on Joe Bob Briggs like I did. <laughs> and she would come in, you know, she would always come in to an episode right about when the second movie was starting, and she would just look like like when we watched Society. <laughs> and, and the shunting happens. And she's just giving me this look like, what? 
Like, just, like, what the fuck are you watching? (laughs) But, like, she she would always say that, like, every time she came upstairs during the second movie, it was always something weird. (laughs) And then, like, it started started to almost seem like when you guys do your your two movies on the last drive-in, the first movie is, like, like a mainstream movie, and then the second movie, you get weird. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I think that's kind of what we're going for, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I was going to say, like, so, like, is that on purpose? Like, are you guys trying that, or is it just, like, a happy accident? <laughs> I, I think that's what Joe Bob was going for. I think Austin tried to make it not so much that, and I think somehow when it does work out, it's more accidental than on purpose. But, like, like um, I would say in the Mary Lou episode, it was, like, reverse because we showed Blood Harvest, and that's just insane. And then Mary Lou was after that, so it's, like, well... We still have one represented just out of order. <laughs> right, like he kind of like did it in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that. I wish we could literally just stick to that all the time where it's like one mainstream and one just bonkers. Yeah, I like it too. Like, And, and they, that's what I told her. Like, even though I didn't know if you guys were doing it on purpose or not, I was like, listen, you got to come up during the first movie because if you come up during the second movie, that's when it gets weird. <laughs> <laughs> but weird good. Like, oh yeah, I love weird. <laughs> but like, you know, like my my wife doesn't share all of my horror sensibilities. <laughs> like I'm a big since I was born in the eighties and that's what I saw first, like I am a big eighties slasher guy. You know, like Freddie, Jason, Michael, you you know, Leatherface, like, you know, all, all those movies, like, you know, with the big body counts and the gore, love them. My wife does not like gore at all. <laughs> She's more of a, you know, she likes things about haunted houses and like demons and you know, stuff like that. Like more of like a psychological bet. <laughs> so sometimes it's, I mean, she'll sit down and watch whatever horror movie I want to watch. God love her. <laughs> but she definitely, we're, we're definitely on different paths. <laughs> well, at least she wants to stop. That's good. A lot of people are minded completely. But there's like all different kinds of horror, so there's gotta be something. You can find something if you look hard enough at it. Right, like, yeah, like, like, I mean, like, she loves things like, you know, Amityville Horror, uh, Paranormal Activity, like, scared the crap out of her when we first started dating. That was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Andre, uh, like, and I'm like, it's, it's fine. <laughs> <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, actually a little under the weather, but soldiering on. (laughs) All these little kids that live in my house, they just bring the germs home. (laughs) My God, I know. My son makes me sick like every other day. (laughs) Yeah, like especially when they're in school, like they just, it's like a factory. It really, really is. (laughs) And like my 11 year old comes home and like he gets two steps inside the door and I'm like hand sanitizer is right there. (laughs) (laughs) We're definitely there now. It still doesn't seem to help. Like you've got the indestructible germ. Yeah, I'm like I'm like hit the hand sanitizer and then go in the kitchen kitchen and wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> because he brings it home but he never gets sick. I know, what the heck? My kid's the same way. It's like he's coughing and whatever, but like it doesn't stop him. It's like totally seems fine except for all over me and then I'm like sick for a week. Get better, and then he brings some new germs and makes it for a week again. Right, 
Right. And it's like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so like is your is your son a horror fan? Oh yeah. I I was like your mom to him. I raised him since the beginning. Like the first house I had with him, like just three memorabilia everywhere, like literally nothing else because I had my own place for the first time. I was like, holy cow, I can make it what I want. I'm making it scream. <laughs> so he's like, my first memory is like looking up and seeing like dark ghost face staring over my head. Whatever. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, so it's like ghost face <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> so, but he, he embraced it and he found from there and he actually like researched. I think he's been here a week or two. No. Because <laughs> he is like, um, so he has earned has all this knowledge from like beginning of like silent film era to now. Like you can ask him anything, <laughs> makes Joe Bob look stunts. <laughs> I was say kind of makes kind of makes Joe Bob look tame. <laughs> For freaking real, it's just like how how did your brain have all this? It's amazing. But like we'll just double check our info. Alex, is this correct? <laughs> And he knows that his big thing though is like um like old school. He likes black and white, like I was on there. He likes the old school monsters and stuff more than any of the new stuff. He just knows about it all. <laughs> oh, that's cool though. Um, I mean, like um, I saw a lot of those at a young age as well because like it's it's almost like horror runs in my family and it just gets passed down generation and generation. Awesome. <laughs> because like because like my grandma was very big into like you know obviously the universal horror monsters so like i would go visit her like on a saturday afternoon and we would watch like dracula or creature from the black lagoon or the wolfman you know stuff like that so i have great love for those movies as well like i think lon chaney jr is just awesome yeah and senior is fucking yes him as well he's i honestly had skipped over that era until I was so into it, and like I just didn't watch him, and he teach me the knowledge of the like, Bob style. And so now I have like such a deep words before I get like, there's not nearly enough killing for my liking. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so it's so different. It is, but so beautiful. I love it. Like yeah, like I mean, they have like it's like they have their own charm. Like you know, if you're, like if you if you go in not expecting a slaughter show, then they're pretty good. <laughs> And and that was actually a conversation that I was I was having with someone before, um, you know. Sometimes I really get jealous of, you know, with being born in '82. Like you know, there's a couple things that I missed out on, like you know, theater wise. And I was talking to somebody, and it was like, oh, my wife, she she co-hosts the podcast with me, and um, we just did an episode on the original Night of the Living Dead, you know, from 1968, and. It was like, could you imagine, you know, growing up on the Universal Horror Movie Monsters to that point, and then all of a sudden you get a film like Night of the Living Dead dropped on your head? I know. And just to go back a little I mean, we're pretty lucky, too, with our 80s. <laughs> oh, yeah, we definitely are. You know, but it was just like, you know, I was just talking to her, and it just seemed like, you know, from like 68 to, you know, like 74, you know, you got Night of the Living Dead, The Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know. Horror movies were pretty tame before that. And then all of a sudden, like, here come these three that just, like, changed everything. I know my son always, like, talks about, like, man, I wish I could have been around in the 40s or whatever. So, like, I could go to the theater when all these, 
you know, Universal films were new and people are like legit scared of them. Like he gets really mad and people mock him now for not being scary or whatever. It's like I would have loved to see it with a theater that was like screaming the Wolfman and shit. Yeah, that would have been amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that was, yeah, exactly. That was my thought, like, to just be able to go see those things. Because, I mean, like, I remember seeing The Exorcist for the first time at home. I actually saw it on Monster Vision. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, all by myself on a Saturday night. Like, my mom wasn't home. There was nobody home but me. And, you know, I went, like I said, like, I, I did not miss Monster Vision. That was my Saturday night thing. Mm-hmm. And I saw that for the first time. And it was like, you know, it's kind of a slow burn at the beginning there. And then her head started spinning and, you know, the evil voice came out and then I turned on every light in the house. Aww. Yeah, I'm still not a huge exorcist fan. Like, I can appreciate it and have some cool moments, obviously, but overall it's like, like a little excited. Exorcist 3, though, I love. Another one oh. I love to show. <laughs> Oh, oh, if you, oh, if you guys were to show Exorcist 3, like, I don't care what I'm doing, it's getting changed around. <laughs> I'm still working on it. Because <laughs> I, I love Exorcist 3. I do, Exorcist, like, but what about 3? <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I, yeah, love 3. I mean, like, you got Brad Dorf in it doing Brad Dorf things, <laughs> and that, you know, that kind of jump scare where that nurse walks across the yeah. hall and, Bam, the body's behind her with the big scissors. It's like, I know it's coming, and I still jump almost every time. I know. It's like one of the greatest jump scares ever. It's not the greatest. So, so yeah, I, I could get the... Because, like, I, I do kind of go back and forth like that on The Exorcist as well. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, I'm like, oh, man, this is a, you know, a great movie. I love it. And then other times it's like, oh, it's really slow. But, you know, like, it has some cool stuff in it. And, I, you know, I bet it was crazy for the time. <laughs> I'm so sure, but, you know, that time has passed, and I'm not that into it. <laughs> it's like Rosemary's Baby, like, a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. I can't. I, I have tried to watch Rosemary's Baby. Like, I, I can't count how many times I've tried to watch that, and I have never made it all the way through it. Yeah, man, I give up on that. I, I watch it all the way through, but I'm like, mm, not going to do that anytime soon. Unless Joe Bob makes me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, I feel like, okay, I want to ask you, because, um... We're actually about to do, it's like, I guess it's kind of like a tournament <laughs> on Twitter. And basically I have, I have four brackets. I have movies from the seventies, eighties, nineties, and two thousands. And, you know, they, you know, they're all going to go up against each other pretty much. And we have kind of like a little bit of a running back going on. Um, a lot of people think that Dawn of the Dead is going to be the one to come out of the seventies bracket. <laughs> I can see that for sure. <laughs> Because, like, I have, I'm trying to think, like, I have, I have Dawn of the Dead, The Exorcist, The Omen, Phantasm, Halloween. <laughs> you know, all the, all yeah. the big ones. Ah, I bet Halloween will take it. See, you know what? I, I was thinking that, too, but we did a final girl tournament not too long ago. And I thought Laurie Strode, I thought, was, was going to win the whole thing. And then, crazy enough, she actually lost in the semifinal to your girl, Sydney Prescott from Spain. I wouldn't have guessed that. That's amazing. Oh, I was, I, I was shocked. <laughs> oh yeah, I would have. Like, like to put it lightly, like I couldn't believe it. Who ultimately won? Uh, Nancy from A Nightmare on Elm Street. That would have been her. Lori would have been my guess. Yeah, like they, I, I put them on opposite sides of the board because I, I really thought going through it, like that was going to be our final, mm-hmm. and then. 
Lori lost to Sydney, and like I, I couldn't believe it. And, and then people were like, people were like, well, I mean, you know, Scream is a great movie, obviously. And I guess what I really didn't count on is that, like, you know, we're, you know, we're in 2020 now. So, like, you know, a lot of people, like, you know, Scream is right there for them, you know, in 96. Whereas Halloween 78, we're like, we're, we're so far removed from that now. Yeah, so she's appeared in, like, so many sequels that people know her. And people definitely know Jamie Curtis. And it seems like... I don't know. I mean, I'm not complaining. Go Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, but she lost to Sydney, and then Sydney lost to uh, Sally Hardesty from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like Kenny, like Kenny from Channel of the Living Dead, you know, that's doing part of the thing for Mutant Fam this weekend. He is big into Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and he was pretty much on there like, whoever does it, vote for Sally, I'm going to hunt you down. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I would have been on that. <laughs> yeah, so we did that, and like I said, we got this one with the movies coming out that's really big, but um, I wanted to ask you, uh, with the big thing coming up on Friday the 13th here, you know, doing the the live tweet and the watch along with Friday the 13th part four. Do you have any superstitions surrounding that day? Hmm. I don't think so. Like, I don't see it as a scary day. It's like, it's just a party and like watch all the Jason can kind of day. <laughs> see, that's the way I see it too. But like, I still run into a lot of, a lot of people that like anytime something goes wrong, they're like, well, it's Friday the 13th. It's an unlucky <laughs> day. I'm like, I'm like, uh, no dude. Like you said, it's like, no, it's a day that I get to watch all the, 11 million Friday the 13th movies and not have people look at me weird. My original statement with Joe Bob was like, let's just have a marathon of all of them. He's like, no, let's not. <laughs> okay, I'll take one, whatever. He seems like he's set in his ways. Oh my god, he is. But like, I, I'm slowly figuring out how to wear him down and like guilt him into stuff. <laughs> but like, we're not that afraid to do something. Our tradition, we used to pray the 13th. I guess. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. Like, I don't know. He's still, he, literally, when people ask him about it, I don't still fully understand it, but you know, person's doing something. <laughs> like, I don't really understand it either, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, because, like, that's me and my mom. Like, like my mom has already, like, last month, my mom texted me. She's like, there's a Friday the 13th in March. <laughs> yeah. I know, I can't believe, I was so sure that's when we were coming back. Yeah, yeah. And I told him, I said, if we don't come back, then promise me we'll go to home. And I'm like, well, here we are. Let's do something then. <laughs> yeah, and she'll be like, which Friday the 13th movies are you watching? <laughs> as many as we can. Right, like, if I don't have to work, all of them. <laughs> no, honestly, people are asking, like, have you ever sat through, even one through eight, they were saying alone. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> like, that's nothing. Of course I have. <laughs> right? It's like, it's like, do you want, I was like, do you want me to tell you how many times I've sat through one through one? <laughs> I'm like, if it's up to me, like, every Friday 13th and doing that. I, I really miss the fact that they don't show them on TV as much as they used to, like, on Friday the 13th. True. Although I do think, um, has been pretty good about showing them, but often it's like, three of them and then they'll rerun them right like it's like i remember growing up it's like it was friday the 13th and like they were all on and they would start with one 
And like, you know, they would go through and they're like, we're going to see how many of these we can squeeze in, <laughs> in, in 24 hours. And I mean, yes, like I have the movies and I could sit down and I could put them on and go straight through them. But like, I don't know, there just seems something different about watching them on TV. I love knowing that other people are out there watching it too, even if I have to sit through commercials. It's just like, yeah, it's like an event. People are watching this. <laughs> yeah, like I think that's exactly what it is. It's like, you know, there's other people doing it. So it's kind of like the last drive in. Like you kind of get this sense of a community watch along, exactly. even though you're not with other people. I love it. And it makes it better than just, you know, hold up by yourself watching. <laughs> this is also fine. <laughs> <coughs> All right. So. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had to clear my throat there. I'm going to have to do so much editing on this to just take out my sick noises. Sorry, I hope you feel better Um. So, okay, so we're coming up on an hour, but I wanted to ask you before you get out of here. Um. You know, I'm just trying to let people, you know, kind of get to know you more. And, you know, like where you stand on like certain, you know, horror movies and stuff like that. So I'm just going to give you basically a couple questions about a couple type of movies and you could tell me like which one is your favorite all right that's good. so i would say like let's say like zombie movies do you have a favorite zombie movie hmm. i mean i go night of the living dead right so okay so night of the living dead 68 or night of the living dead 90 yeah so i was wondering too because like i go back and forth with both of those i have such a deep appreciation for the 68, but the 90s is so awesome, too. Definitely. I mean, like... Just because it's COG and it's so classic. Not only that, but, like, I was telling my wife, like, the 1968 version, with it being in black and white, I think you get, like, so much atmosphere from that that you don't get from the 90s version just because it is in black and white. True. And, and, and now... Of, of how it was made and the people who were in it from working with Joe Bob. So it's just like, oh, I just have to give them so much respect. Just- See, I, I, have some, I have so much appreciation for it because, like, I actually live where both of them were done. Oh, no way. Yeah, I, I used to live, two years ago, I used to actually live 20 minutes from Zelianople. Um, I've been to the Living Dead Museum up there. I've been to the cemetery. Like I said, I live 20 minutes away. And then we, two years ago, we bought a house and we moved back to where, like, I grew up. And when I go to work now, I actually pass the farmhouse and the cemetery that was used in a remake. Although, it's like, I, I come up with what's on the top of my head, but then I'm like, what about Return of the Living Dead? That's fucking amazing. That might be it. Oh, Return of the Living Dead is so great. <laughs> I know. Like, I still want to give it to OG, but, oh, so good. I don't know. Why do you make me two things? <laughs> it could be two things. Okay, let's do that. It's done. <laughs> I mean, especially when it's Return of the Living Dead, it's in the running because I mean that's just a great zombie movie. The, the Tar Man zombie is fantastic. Oh my god, that's another one I'm trying really hard to show. That would be amazing. And yep, and that would be another one that it was like I could be on my deathbed, and I would be like, "They're showing Return of the Living Dead. Somebody get me a computer." <laughs> See, last time I checked. Number one on our viewer request voting list. All right, so we get hey, we got favorite zombie movie. What about favorite slasher? Uh, Friday Thirteen Part Four. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, favorite zombie, favorite slasher. 
I could name like a book. Number one, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I would say if you are into haunted house type movies, what would be a favorite haunted type movie? Okay. <laughs> I mean, he gave me an appreciation for the well, was that you kind of cut out? He gave me appreciation for the changeling, even though I don't really love it, but I appreciate it. Uh, okay. House on Haunted Hill, maybe. Um, both, like the remake, great and the original, great. Thirteen Ghosts, that counts, right? Yeah, it counts. I, and I was actually going to ask you when you said House on Haunted Hill, I was going to say original or remake. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I wouldn't. I guess I can appreciate that the. First one is just so great on its own, but that the remake is like of my era where I was just eating everything up. So like I have such a strong love for that one, and I saw it in the theater. And I was just like, this is amazing. <laughs> oh, and I mean, how could you not? I mean, you have you have Jeffrey Combs as Doctor Vanikit. You know, <laughs> you gotta love anything that has Jeffrey Combs in it. <laughs> I know, I love him. I'm trying so hard to get him on the on the show, but we shoot in Dallas, and he does not want to come out there. But I'm working on it. <laughs> He's like, if you ever come to LA, then I'll do it. I'm like, well, let's figure that out then. Let's see I was gonna say, one day. <laughs> if anyone could do it, it would be you. <laughs> thank you. Well, I do want to thank you so much for coming, like taking an hour to, to come on and talk with us. Um, I have just like, like once it was like, you know, I put out there, you know, that we got it nailed down and that you were going to be on, like so many people were so excited about it. So, I mean, a lot of people love you. <laughs> so sweet. But yes, once again, I, I want to thank you so much for coming on. And we're all waiting with bated breath for, for season two. I will say this. It's not that long of a wait now. Oh, tease. <laughs> I like it. You can say without getting in trouble, but... <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I will... I'm participating in the live tweet thing on Friday the 13th, so... <laughs> Shout out, out tweet, tweet at me, do whatever, to tell me if I can do to like make it better. Because honestly, I have no idea. I'm just gonna be like, my idea is to like project the movie on the wall, like a drive-in, and then you get Joe Bob drunk and like see where it goes. Oh, well, I'm definitely down for the get Joe Bob drunk and see where it goes part. <laughs> and I mean, we's legal. We're gonna be in Canada, so I'm like, hey, it's legal. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I like it. I like it very much. All right, thank you so very much. Thank you for having me. for you. Look, there goes one of them now.